Hello, uh, listeners. It's your boy, Tommy Becerra, the Tom Bomb, and this is Off the Beaten <laughs> Off the Beaten Club. This is the Spooky Playlist Three that you're listening to, and uh, thanks for joining. Let's kick it off. Meet me at the edge. everybody like tommy said we are here and we're doing spooky playlist number three we are so lucky and fortunate to have our friend tommy back on if you guys heard him on episode what was that three years three years of off the bean cliff um he had a, vo- mm-hmm. a little vocal intro uh, little vocal uh, audio clip but yeah you haven't been on since july of 2022 my friend that's insane eddie munson seems like it was like yesterday I still listen yeah. to that playlist like quite often. Yeah, I do too. It's a great <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what you been up to, it's, buddy? It's like not much, man. Um, we kind of like went over it a little bit uh, before the show, but I don't know. Just been working, playing with Maeve, getting into Magic: The Gathering. You know, this and that. Yeah, classic nerd shit, man. Yeah, classic nerd <laughs> shit. Been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Oh, Modern Warfare Two. I have like oh, yeah. almost like 400 hours in Call of Duty. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's insane. I love it. It's so stupid. So, that's all I've been doing. yeah, it's, <laughs> we're so glad to have you back on. It makes uh, perfect sense to me and Kevin to have you on for the spookiest playlist we do every year. And this is one of our favorite playlists to do every year. So, what was your mindset going into this playlist this year, Tom? Because I think. All of us uh, picked a lot different stuff than we have in previous years. My mindset was to not repeat anything from Spooky One. I had to look back a lot because I was like, I was like, oh shit. I would like think of something. I was like, oh, I know that's on Spooky One, and it was. So then I was like, I'm just gonna pick some stuff from like, not maybe not necessarily songs that I listen to all the time, but songs from things that are like my favorite things, and then kind of like different personalities of tom that was kind of like my mindset this time i love it oh yeah what about you kev yeah. uh so it, it's my was more of like a halloween party vibe it's like songs you'd put on if you're having your friends over and drinking and having a halloween party um that's kind of where i was at uh and i think you and i were kind of in a similar thought process at least for a couple of our picks dill where you went well, I'll let you explain it, but I think we we both wanted to do something different. Like I, it's easy to do metal every year because it's the spookiest of all genres. But I didn't want to do metal this year because it just seems too easy. Yeah, I literally, I think tracks one through four, I envisioned like a haunted homecoming or something, a haunted prom, and like yeah, a, a rockabilly band in all vampire costumes just playing like a haunted prom and everyone dressed up in like Halloween costumes. I have no idea why I got there. And I think the first track that I picked from the cramps really set the tone, but that was, I wanted to go full theme this year. Yeah. No, I, I, I loved it, dude. Yours, your list was the most cinematic of all three of ours. So I really appreciated that. Dude, a hundred percent. Like I felt like I was playing like Tony Hawk two in October 
Like, yes. This such a good playlist. Yeah, and we've got a ton of audience submissions, so we're going to jump right into those if you guys are ready. And we've got a lot of yeah. emails today. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll split up the emails if you want to do that, Kev. Yeah, that's cool. You want me to start with Louie? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Louie sends an email titled Spooky 3, and it says, Good evening, meatbags. It's once again time to get spooky. This year I'm de- uh, deviating from my usual typo negative Type O recommendation with No One Lives Forever by Oingo Boingo. Uh, this Danny Elfman fronted New Wave Axe album, Dead Man's Party, contains many spooky theme tracks and would fit in any spooky playlist. Enjoy. Um, yeah, man, it's uh, I did not expect a New Wave track this week for sure, but this is, I, I think. I came to the conclusion while doing my notes listen that the 80s were just the coolest decade because best horror films, like coolest, like spooky vibes. Um, we the, America was richer than ever. Cocaine was flowing. <laughs> it's, so it's uh, the 80s were just the coolest. So, um, yeah, I, like I said, I didn't expect a new wave track, but I'm absolutely here for it. What you got, Tom? I muted myself so I didn't talk while Kevin was reading the email. <laughs> was this uh was this the No One Lives Forever? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That song dude, that song was really cool. It almost sounded like a Jack Skellington song mm-hmm. a little bit. And uh I don't know, I, I like the vibe. I'm gonna say vibes probably a lot because there was a lot of vibes all, going yeah. on in this. In we this all list. are there, don't worry yeah. about that's, it. That's that's all yeah, spooky like, playlist I'm is. Every dude, if you guys want to play a drinking game, drink anytime you hear me say blah 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 was a vibe. It's just a vibe. <laughs> I'm probably gonna say it a lot. <laughs> it's just a fucking vibe. It is a vibe. And I, I was a little uh I was a little discouraged when I saw that Louie didn't pick typo negative this year, but he's he's been burning up typo negative. I've done a lot of research on typo negative and I was ready for it. But then we got like 80 circus rock, and I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it fits the vibe perfectly," as one might say. It does. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, It'd be like playing in like a haunted house, like a black lit haunted house section. Yes, kind of yeah. like just something funky. It, it's a it's a cool song. I liked it. Next up, we have Mason Miller who says "Mask Off" by Future, and <laughs> I would like an official statement from Mason why he chose this song. <laughs> I do. Because the only thing that's really spooky about this song is the fact that he talks about mollies and Percocets, and there's a talk about a mask. I, besides that, I am, I am, I'm very confused. I I think the scariest part about this song is that it's fucking six years old now. Well, yeah, yeah, dude, it came out in 2017. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um. But yeah, no, I uh, say what you want about this this track. It's got one of the best beats of all time. I mean, that's that's I, that maybe just what it was. Mason I can't was argue with that. Yeah, I can't. It's argue just with that. a fucking incredible beat. So, what you got Tom? Yeah, I I said I was thinking about like a funny bit because I love giving Mason shit, but I was like <laughs> thinking like this is definitely like the song that like him and his wife come home and he's like it's date night or whatever he's trying to set the mood and he puts fucking mask off and just scares the shit out of her with it <laughs> she's like what are you doing i didn't know the night was gonna go this way like <laughs> shit look that that flute will get anybody in the mood man yeah, you're right <laughs> 
I know, I know there's flute. there's no chance, but I like to picture Future being the guy that played the flute on that song. No, it's not. Oh, it's yeah. definitely a sample. Yeah. <laughs> it was Lizzo before she got popular. <laughs> <laughs> He's like he's like you gotta you gotta meet my homegirl Lizzo. She can play the flute real good. <laughs> 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 Fucking rips the flute. <laughs> okay. They're like, dang, she was really good. <laughs> we gotta give her a record deal now. <laughs> okay. Uh track three from Audience Submissions is Fourth of July by Sufjan Stevens. Um and Hannah chose this. Um my my girlfriend she chose this because she said Sufjan always gave her like a spooky, uneasy vibe, and I loved it. I thought it fit the the theme well. It's uneasy and it's scoring, but it's like you're not sure why it's so uneasy. But the lyrics are kind of talking about death, and the vocal delivery is like it almost felt like a spirit talking to you from the other side. Yeah, I I thought that this song was very like haunting. And there's a song that I wanted to put on the list, but it's not on Spotify. Uh, it's from the movie Strangers, and this kind of gave me that vibe. Like the, it's called the, I'm gonna fuck it up, but it, um, it's the it's the song that they play where uh, they're like listening to a record and they finally break in and it starts skipping. Mm-hmm. And that's it's just like a real haunting sound. And that the Fourth of July definitely gave me that like kind of little like like a record skipping kind of vibe the the art on it too is like kind of creepy and it, it's probably not meant to be but just like an old like cobweb looking photo is like just creepy and it fit it fit great it was a good submission yeah. for sure yeah i think it's just the ephemeral sadness of it all that makes it super creepy mm-hmm. and like un- unsettling for sure um my main takeaway from this is i really don't need another person on the show that listens to much cooler music than i do <laughs> I'm right. Fucking, I'm fucking sick of it, dude. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I was like, damn, this is like kind of like uh, low roar, but like cooler somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang. Well, we'll talk about low roar when we get to it, Tommy. That was a, okay, okay, okay. That was a pleasant surprise for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please. I aim to please Kevin every time I do this show. I'm like, what will Kev? What will Papa Kev like? <laughs> His approval's so much harder to get than mine. I, you you don't have to do anything, and I love it. Okay, um, next up we have from Benjamin Carter. He says, Signal by Rez featuring Grabbits. And he says, God save the queen. Might as well stay on script this week. The queen of spooky bass is always there for me whenever. I just want some dark, creepy vibes paired with electric energy. She'll be there for you, too. My submission is uh, Rez is Signal, one of the few gems from her most recent uh, EP. Boys, I can just smell October air when I listen to Rez. Sleepless in Columbus, Ohio, Benji. Yeah, this is this is the obligatory like Ben Rez pick, right? So uh, she has a stranglehold on spooky EDM tracks, and this track again perfectly illustrates that. It's um, and again mixing in a little rock to start the song doesn't hurt either. So. Again, Rez is chef's kiss, spooky stuff. Um, nothing better than a spooky, scary lady making EDM bangers. Yeah, this is an... Am I... Yeah, I'm... Okay, good, good, good. I muted myself again just in case I talked to her in the email. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> who, are you, who are you talking no, thought, to, Tommy? I'm not talking to anybody, but you know I'll chime in. <laughs> I, have to, like, 
I have to like put myself on a leash. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, this is a cool song. It was another one of those uh, those songs I think that would sound cool at like a, a haunted party, like a, mm-hmm. like a, everyone. One of those those ones, those parties, and you know that meme where the guy's like, nobody knows, like blah blah blah. He's just like in the corner. Yeah. The, this song, this song's playing. He's like, nobody knows that I'm gonna cut the lights off in a minute, and kill everybody in here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> just like EDM playing. Have you have you watched House of Usher? Dude, no. And I heard it's oh, really good. Okay, there's a there's a scene where they're like in a warehouse. And they cut all the lights out, and they like turn on the sprinklers, and it's super crazy. But it kind of remind me of what you just said. And I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. For Ben's pick, super glad he picked Res. You know, after Louis didn't pick typo negative, I was starting to think I didn't think I was starting to think I didn't know how the world worked anymore. But but Ben <laughs> brought us back to earth, and this is like this makes me miss like the early days of Paris, like the P V R I S. It kind of reminds me of that. It makes me yes. miss that. And that drop yes. for the chorus is just fire. Uh, it's probably my favorite pick from Benji in a, in a long time. So uh, wow. I really loved it. Damn. Uh, yeah, dude. I'll get the next two. I'll get the super short one and the super long one. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, next is uh, from Lily. She's, she did send an email. Um, and I'll read it. Here is my submission for the spooky playlist. <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's what it says um but it is um the beast by delta ray um and this is probably my favorite song on this entire entire playlist i just when i heard it um there was just something about it that nailed the vibe so perfectly um that i just it's so fucking creepy and um opening with an acapella hum and a deep resonant bell gave me the ghiblies just right out the right out the gate um it fucking rips dude it's just a really really good off kilter creepy like mixing between the female and male vocals it's just a really really great like spooky song so great great pick lily yeah i was gonna say like pretty much the same thing like it it that one was like a little unset like super unsettling but like in a good way i i really enjoyed this song as well like it's up there when i think of I, like speechless <laughs> yes when i think of songs like on our spooky playlist i think of like movies like it always reminds me of movies and this one reminded me of like fear street 1666 um the last one where they're like kind of doing a witch hunt and it's super spiritual and unsettling and uh it also reminded me of like texas chainsaw where they're out in the middle of nowhere yeah. i think it's that southern rock feel um but yeah, yeah the, the like contemporary drum beat mixed with like the southern rock was such a cool juxtaposition i thought and it's just uh, i've never heard a song quite like that yeah man it was fucking it kicked ass um it's the reason it's our intro <laughs> yeah that's right um, oh yeah so you guys ready to move on yes all right. Yes. Let me let me prep myself because this. I think you're right, Dill. This is the most in-depth email we've ever received, and I absolutely love it. It's from Rita. All right. Um, I'm leaving the room. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm um, gonna forward you the email real quick, Tom, so you can read along with us. Okay. 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 Stand by, everybody. Emails are being sent to Tommy. Okay. Go ahead. Kev. This is good radio. <laughs> uh, Psycho Killer is by the Talking Heads, or by Talking Heads is Rita's pick. Um, she starts. 
Hey, Dill and Kev and company. Please feel free to take what you want from this. Brevity is not a strength of mine. Psycho killer by talking heads. Because what's scarier than talking a lot, but saying that, but not saying anything? Maybe New York City in the 70s? Fair point. Uh, bad jokes aside, this song has been on my personal spooky playlist for a couple years, and I didn't see it on any of your past spooky playlists. May have missed it. Supposedly, this song was inspired by Alice Cooper and his crazy antics. It coincidentally came out right around the time that David Berkowitz, son of Sam, I hate that he gave himself that name, what a loser, <laughs> was, was terrorizing New York City in the 70s. Uh, in this article, she links an article, uh, Byrne mentions that this is the first song he wrote. He goes on to say, I wanted to write about this dramatic subject in a non-dramatic way. I wanted to write from inside of this person's head. It was not going to be a slasher movie. It was going to be a little bit calmer than that. At least that's what I was thinking. I originally wanted it to be more of a folk song. Evidently, the folk version of this song didn't work out too well. Personally, I'm happy with the creepy little bop that we have. I referenced this article, another article linked, just in case you guys are concerned with plagiarism. <laughs> we aren't. Never. <laughs> Never. Uh, side note, I really enjoy Talking Heads. Burning Down the House will forever be one of my favorite songs to dance to at weddings, even if I'm dancing with old hippies or just alone. Thank you guys for being great, and thank you so much for the stickers. One went on, one went on my laptop right away, and she sent the picture to prove it. Uh, thank you, Rita, for that amazing email. Amazing. You did more more work for this email than we do in probably three or four weeks for a podcast. <laughs> so I appreciate that, it. The first work cited, so sweet. yeah. The first work cited was like, "Whoa, that's pretty cool," and then the second one was like, "Holy shit, Rita, you're doing you're doing a, a lot more than we do." <laughs> that's so that's so sweet i love her explanation i wish i could like pick apart stuff like that like in that kind of way it's it's like definitely something i'm like jealous of that people are able to do that's so cool yeah man i, I like that's i said cool i don't fucking song. <laughs> yeah that's i think all, that's all we need to say i think everybody knows this song yeah. it's an absolute fucking classic um yeah, I don't know if we can I, say any more than Rita already did. I have one more. I can't believe we. I can't believe we don't have it on something. Yeah, it's guess, insane. Guess what it is on? Because I was just re. I'm oh. rewatching Stranger Things four, and when the high school jock basketball player decides he's going to hunt down Eddie Munson, and he's like, "We're going to make him pay," then Psycho Killer comes on, and they like start Psycho grabbing Killer. their shit, and it's placed perfectly. And I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like as soon as I heard it on this playlist, I was like. Dude, I just watched this episode of Stranger Things. I'm so pumped. Hell That's yeah. That's tight. That's super tight. So great pick, Rita. You you knocked it out yeah. the park. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, was a bop today for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When that song comes on, you're, you're fucking like, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, throw out the devil horns real quick. Um, next, we have Chad. Uh, longtime listener. Very infrequent. Uh, uh, submitter but we love every time he does um i'm gonna pull up his uh discord comment here because he had a little bit to say about it uh where there it is he says i've been absent for a while but i'm a soundtrack whore and this one is great hopefully not too late it's not was not too late it is cohen's masterpiece by fps all-stars and it's from uh, bioshock 2 um it's not this won't be the last video game uh song on our, our playlist um but yeah, Bioshock games are, I don't know, I've only played through Bioshock 2, um, but they're absolutely incredible. Like, 
noir horror masterpieces in my opinion um so like this discordant piano like chaotic piano like fits perfectly for for what we're going for this week oh yeah i was i was really pumped that somebody put because i i literally could have probably put all of my picks as like a haunting soundtrack no words like i just love mm-hmm. music like that um but i was like oh, i gotta try to find some stuff with lyrics and uh but this was a cool a cool um submission because it's real close to my heart that's like one of my favorite games ever i mean bioshock is like a genius you have to play it if you haven't and you have to play it like right now during this time (laughs) it's usually like a great time to replay bioshock Mm -hmm. um but god dang that was a good one i love anything like with a piano going crazy right up yeah we really appreciate chad just popping in the discord dropping it in not the last submission, but close to the last submission. Um, and mm-hmm. it was just a, a nice little piano, kind of creepy. Reminded me of the pick I had last year, I think, from... Uh, well, maybe it was the first year. I can't remember. The Where Is My Mind. It kind of gave you that same kind of feel. Yeah, 100%. Just very kind of like... like It makes you feel uneasy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our last game pick... is really good at making you feel it uneasy. Is. It, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> The twist in the first game is just ah, still great. It's it's right up it's there with insane. one of the best. So, um, but yeah, our last pick is from Lauren. Uh, she went with an absolute classic thriller by Michael Jackson. Um, it's it's synonymous with Halloween. Um, if you've seen, if you know the video, you know the song. Um, everybody does the dance at weddings. Still, it's a, it's a perfect pick for this playlist. And under the gun. So I, it's my fault. I didn't tell her about it till 15 minutes before we recorded. So. <laughs> so it's my fault. I'll, I'll take the hit on this one. So uh, hey, my don't, fault. Don't blame yourself. Lauren's in the Discord. That's true. It's true. <laughs> it was a good pick. I think I picked it on the first one. Yeah. <laughs> Three years too late, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. It, no, yeah, it's thriller. A, just has it. It has to be on every spooky playlist. You just have, yeah. It's just a little cherry on top. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, you guys ready to get into our picks? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'm going to go first because I was the first one to put them in the, the Spotify playlist and in the Google Doc. As, as always. As always. I picked <laughs> Big Black Witchcraft Rock by The Cramps. And God damn it, I love The Cramps, boys. I love them. They're my misfits. They just embrace the bizarre, the uneasy, the creepy, and just like... Un- like, they never strayed from just being the biggest weirdos and like embracing halloween year round and i mean just look at the album artwork that's all you need to know uh they always give like off like a vampire rockabilly vibe and i just can't get enough of it and spoiler alert every year we do this i'm gonna have cramps on it every year i'm gonna find a new song that i'm gonna fall in love with and obsess over and this was my one this year hell yeah we got a we got a uh christopher lee uh perennial perennial playlist yeah so uh, I love it, man. Um, but yeah, I love this track too. Uh, as soon as I heard it, it immediately made me happy because I knew you and I were both going to commit to picking different shit this year. So I was like, cool. Dill's on the same same kind of shit I'm on where we don't want to pick like the same old stuff. Um, but yeah, man, like rockabilly punk is what I would call this. Like, it's just super crunchy and it just really, really embodies Halloween. And like you said, Dill, like the Apple Mart if you're looking at the album art, you don't need it, but it just enhances the feeling so much. And that's with a lot of these tracks too. The album art just really makes it pop and makes you, it makes you smell like the wet leaves on the ground once you see the album art. So, 
I agree. I dude, a lot of your songs like trans like transported me to like this like '50s '60s like tattoo shop like in like October California. Just like I could hear like the needles buzzing and like just people with like platform shoes just like yeah. walking around, clicking around and stuff. Like such a dope song. And then I love that you. I mean, I guess we'll get into it, but like. It, it just kind of follows this trend and it just, I got more and more immersed once I listened to like all five of your songs. It's, it's, I, I really like the genre that you picked. It was, it was, yeah. cool, it was cool. Get your trench coats out, get your platform Doc yeah. Martens out. We're fucking getting weird today. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely love it, dude. I, I love your whole vibe for your entire playlist that you did, man. It's just really fucking cool. Um, yeah, ready for my first pick. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, rock your body. I, o- <laughs> I, o- I almost texted the group. I almost texted the group today, and I was like, Kevin must have been feeling silly, or I just watched uh, "This Is the End." For this yeah, no, I, I was I was feeling kind of silly while I was doing this because. I was I was struggling trying to find something different, like trying really trying to break out of metal. Like I, it was really hard for me. And then I just so I just opened up a random like spooky playlist curated thing on Spotify, and this was the first one. I was like, "Nail! This is my mood for the entire playlist. <laughs> just goofy shit." Yes. And so um, everybody, Backstreet's back by the Backstreet Boys may not seem like an immediately obvious pick if you aren't our age, but we get it. Best music video it. of all time. I can't I can't Dude. wait for my turn. It's the best fucking music video of all time. <laughs> yes. All right, cool. I'm so happy you're, you you at least one of you likes it because I was I was scared you guys were going to fucking rip my ass for it. Nope. Um but yeah, if you've seen the music video, um you know why I picked this. Um it's it's got a little bit of a creepy vibe, but not much. Um and this is maybe the most chuggy pick I've ever made, just for the exact reasons—the exact reasons I just explained. Um, but I'm at peace with that. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm fucking thirty, almost thirty-seven years old. I'm allowed to be a little chuggy from time to time. So you might Hell be the yeah, first thirty-seven-year-old to ever say the word chuggy. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Gen Z. Can we get chuggy tattoos? Can we get yes, chuggy bro tattoos? <laughs> Uh, Uh, go ahead tommy because i want bill to go last because he's he's okay yeah yeah. uh, i was just gonna i was basically just gonna make fun of you because you must have a uh a thing for boy bands that start with the letter b (laughs) yeah i'm talking about the beatles Uh (laughs) but but no it was a it was a cool pick i definitely (laughs) i definitely uh kevin just flipped me off by the way but uh but um no, it was a it was a cool pick. Uh, definitely would fit the vibe of like a Halloween party. Yeah, and uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say anything about the music video because I'm gonna give it to Dill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I I was gonna say it's the greatest boy band music video of all time, and then I was like, you know what? This is my favorite music video of all time. It's imprinted oh, on it's imprinted on me, and I love saying dude. everything Whoa. is my favorite thing. It's dude. If, when's the last time you watched it, Tom? Dude, I I'm gonna watch it tonight it is i haven't watched it in a while it's imprinted on me like i think this is like one of the first things i like being like aware of like it was kind of scary and i think i i don't want to blame it on like my future love of horror but i just think like 
it was so unexpected from a boy band to do something that gothic and like haunted housey and yeah like people biting yes. each other like vampires and it was just such a cool music video and i'm declaring it into the ether it's the best music video of all time it was Love like it, right around that time where i was like really into like watching horror movies like freddy like friday the 13th stuff like that um nightmare on elm street and like yeah like once you know i saw they were doing it i was like okay it's cool to like horror stuff like i'm, I'm in <laughs> yeah. this is gonna be my personality till i'm 32 yeah <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going. um so i was i was actually shocked because i thought this released like i thought it was on like their millennium album this was like on one of their first this is their first album so which is weird because why That's would they crazy. say next back I just had this memory of them like going away for a while and then this video coming out. But I guess like I had some weird alternate timeline. But yeah, fucking great, great fucking song. Great video. So that that like adds to the creepiness, too, because it's like almost like a Mandela effect. You are like, when did this <laughs> yeah. fucking song come out? Like, how <laughs> yeah. old was I? <laughs> Backstreet's back. This isn't a beach. This is a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> you're not back you've already you've never been here before <laughs> dude i fucking i fucking love that video so much i've been looking for it and i can't fucking find it dude it's in the beach it's in the bathtub <laughs> Post a video to like a Spotify playlist or something. <laughs> oh. oh fuck! <laughs> okay, oh, regroup. <laughs> All right, Tom, your first pick. Yeah. Okay, so my first pick is called Ducks in a Row, and I'm not even gonna try to fucking pronounce that person's name. Well, maybe I will. Lucian Blomkamp. Is that is that how you'd say it? Yeah, looks good to me. Lucian Blomkamp. Um, so I just recently watched Talk to Me and Talk to Me might have became my like favorite horror movie of all time. Have you guys watched it yet? No. No. It's so good. So I don't want to get too much into it, but like A24 went to this this like film festival and uh A24, A24, however you want to say it. Um they Talk to Me was shown there. I'm pretty sure I'm getting all this information right. Um, it was shown at that festival and A24 was like, can we please distribute this movie for you? That That is like one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. So there was like a lot of hype for it because I heard about that. Them saying this, A24 said it was like the scariest movie they've ever seen. It's like, okay, I'm got to watch that when it comes out. And I bought it like as soon as it became digital. I was like, I know, I, I just know I'm going to love this movie. I'm buying it. Bought it. I watched it at like four in the morning. Like I woke up early to watch it. So it's like, almost like a witching hour viewing mm-hmm. and this is like one of the first songs you hear and I, I was like all right i'm already in like it's dope soundtrack and i'm not gonna give any spoilers away especially since you guys haven't seen it but holy shit it is like definitely one of the scariest movies i've ever seen definitely top five scary movies wow. i've ever seen in my life like it's awesome. insane i don't want to i don't want to overhype it but it's so good A24's Talk To Me is headed to Netflix just in time to stream over Halloween weekend. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. I just read it. Highly recommend (laughs) it. Hell yeah. Highly, highly recommend it. 
Yeah, dude. I it, it, the the song makes you feel like you're running from a killer and like you've made your way into a warehouse and this feels like you're devising a plan to get out while this music's playing and like you don't know where the killer is. It's just like a great first track for you to set the tone, man. And I, I love it. And it's spooky in like the coolest way. Hell yeah. Did you guys notice um, that uh, the like the little display it showed on um, on Spotify? Like he was like, like looking around the corner, of, like all these different versions of him and stuff. I thought that was pretty cool. Like pretty uh, spooky. Yeah, no, I uh, I noticed it because I I watch as I'm doing my notes. I have it playing on the TV, and it when it popped up, it was like, "That's fucking cool." Yeah, man, this song fucking rips, dude. Especially like the mod- modulating beat, like is absolute headphone sex. Like, and leave it to Tommy to bring the chaotic energy to a spooky playlist, um, especially with a song that isn't really correctly experienced without headphones, like. I'd listen to this without headphones and then I, I listened to it with headphones and it was just a completely different sonic experience, man. It's, it's kind of, it's almost like, uh, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to like 8D audio where it's like, if you're listening to it with a really nice pair of headphones, it sounds like shit is like all over the place, like all around you. That's kind of, it's yeah, almost yeah. kind of got like a quasi 8D effect. So fucking super, super sweet. Um, there's just a ton of like, incredible studio layers that make it a screw like a awesome spooky playlist pick um just like really really ominous so uh, absolutely fucking nailed this first pick tommy yes dude i love making papa kev happy <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> i was like i gotta throw a banger in as my first one <laughs> yeah it's fucking awesome dude i like i said it was just super it was like listening to it on a really nice pair of headphones made it that much better so and it's yeah. probably a song not not a lot of people have heard yet yeah um like that like picking it for the list was like my first like complete playthrough of it because i i heard it in the movie and i was like that song sounds so dope i gotta look that up later and then i just had i like as soon as i started making the playlist i was like oh i'm definitely putting that song from talk to me number one because it's so it's so it, the beat's so creepy it's such yeah it's just awesome the vibe of like where it's being played at is like unsettling so it's an unsettling song for sure it's awesome hell yeah okay my track two corpse grinder by the meteors um and this this may seem very similar to the cramps but that was kind of my point like this isn't as polished because the cramps song that i picked was from 2004 and at that point they've been making music for fucking 35 years so mm-hmm. this this is from 1987 it's kind of got that feel it's kind of got that sound and um, I think I already kind of mentioned this, but I would love to go to a prom dance where there's a rockabilly band playing and everyone's wearing like Halloween costumes because we always did like DJs at dances. And I would love a, like a like a live band dance and just everyone, everyone just kind of embracing the creepiness. Maybe something like uh, from Wednesday. Yeah. Yes. Yes, dude. That's kind of where my mind was at. But yeah, I'd love to see that through because spooky rockabilly music forever. And I've realized that this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Uh, this makes me want to watch like late night 60s movie marathons on like TNT or TBS. Like that's the vibe it gave me. Like um, it's amazing that when you slow down surf rock, it just becomes Halloween music. Like I think that was that may have been the point you were trying to prove to this week. Dill, because, yeah, I don't know. Um, it, 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 if it was you, you absolutely rocked it. This is a Halloween screamer, dude. Absolutely great. Um, the lyrics are great. I'm just, I, it's a 
literally grinding up a corpse and shit. So it's, it's, there's, there's no subtext here. Um, I just imagine like Frankenstein hanging 10 on like a cheesy blue screen from like an old Halloween TV special. But like while this is playing, like doing like the, <laughs> like it's just like a, a stupid backdrop. It's on, and... it's on like cable access TV. <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, have you seen the Meteor's uh, lost album? That's. Oh, dude. That's yeah. Sick. Oh, dude. That's it looks so like sweet. something from uh, that game we used to play. Oh, draw something. Draw, draw something. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I gotta echo you guys. Um, it was hard for me to to figure out that like the last song had ended, but not in like mm-hmm. a bad way. I was like, okay, the the song's like like uh, kind of switching gears, and then I was like, oh wait, this is the second song. I was like, it kind of sounded really similar, and I was like, oh shit, Dylan's. Dylan's on a vibe. He's gonna he's Riding gonna send me vibe. somewhere. With, with the, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I guarantee the third song's gonna sound a little similar. I was like, this is cool. Hell yeah, man! It's like coffin shaped guitars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be sweet. All right, Kev. Um, yeah, my second pick: Oral Hex, Spell on You, by uh, Blood Nymph. Um, token sex song, baby. It's been a while since we've been able to say that. So, um, I'm glad Dill had all male vocals because I could have easily made my playlist all spooky female vocalists. Like I, again, once I got into my vibe, I was like, I could just do all just creepy, creepy girls. And I would have been happy with it. Um, so I wrote down the chorus because it's, it's just graphic. Like the whole song. It's is so dirty. Right? It's so <laughs> yeah. dirty. I, I listened to it at work today and I was like, Jesus Christ. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hansy grabbing at your candy. I lick it like a lolly. I want the sugar on me. Taste it on my fingers. Watching, watching it get bigger. Like there's no subtlety there. She's literally just giving this dude a hand job. She wants to come on her hands. She's watching it get bigger. It's like, <laughs> it's like, there's no subtext whatsoever. It's, the, it's a gross, but it's fun. Um, and I just was like, you know what? This is kind of creepy. It's kind of, it's, it's Halloween-ish, but it's also disgusting. And I, I think if we've proven anything, it's that we love a token sex song on this show. Absolutely. A hundred percent. This is definitely playing at like a, like a college Halloween party. Everyone's in like a sexy costume and mm-hmm. just fucking, <laughs> just everyone's fucking. <laughs> this song comes on and everyone's fucking. That's all I'm yeah. saying. <laughs> well, come grabbing at your candy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, the 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 Spotify animation is just a redhead girl with like vampire teeth too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sold. This is kind of leaning into like the Jennifer bot Jennifer's body feel, which I thought was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite like horror comedies, and I love that it's like semi EDM but still pretty like two thousands poppy. And it was really it was mm-hmm. such a cool pick. Oh yeah, heck yeah, dude! All right, Tom, you're up I'll with go, your go second with my, pick. My second pick is from another one of my favorite things. So I, I mentioned a. A favorite movie of mine the first time. The second time I wanted to go favorite video game. Um, and one of the first times I started up uh, Death Stranding, I was like, holy shit, I think this is going to change my life. And uh, it's just one of the creepiest, like best, fun, video, different video games I've ever played. And uh, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Kevin, I haven't played it in a while, but uh, Don't Be So Serious is the song I picked for my second pick. And I think this is like one of the first times the map really opens up 
And like, once I saw like how big this journey was going to be, I was like, it really fucking sends a shiver down your spine. You're like, Oh my God, what's out there? Like this in this song, like kind of captures that too. Like it's really good at, at like kind of setting the tone of that game and like kind of getting you ready for what you're about to dive into. It's, and it just sounds good. It's just like, mm-hmm. like low roar is a good band and their, their vocals are incredible. It's just, sounds good in your ears yeah man like uh i was so happy when i heard this um and saw it on the playlist because i was like fuck yes tommy i know tommy always picks at least one song just for me and I, this felt like that one <laughs> yes, um, dude. i have a funny story about death stranding and when it, when we tom and i were both playing it for the first time i would stream it and tommy asked me to like hey man can you stream it was like two o'clock in the morning I was like, he saw, <laughs> yeah. he saw, he saw I was playing. He's like, hey, can you stream real quick? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I just, I just want to watch you play while I go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh and my so, God. Like, I have that memory specifically with Tommy, but both like our shared love for that game. Like we were both playing at the same time and just constantly texting about it. It really is. And it's a super creepy game too. Like uh, there's like the whole like MacGuffin of the game is a, Maybe you strapped to your chest that can see ghosts when it's when you were like hooked into it. So um, it's fucking it's a weird game. If you've ever played a Kojima game, like any of the Metal Gear Solids, you know, he's in the weird, creepy shit. But getting into the song, Don't Be So Serious by Lil Roar. Um, Tommy, you really made my four hundred dollar headphones worth it this week uh, because there are like tiny, barely audible breaths in the track that I'd never heard before when I was playing the game. Uh. And it's just it's just a guy going like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking yeah. about. And it's like, mm-hmm. and like, I legit tore my headphones off the first time I listened to it on headphones because I thought somebody was like right next to me. It was like the creepiest shit in the world. Um, but yeah, like this, again, this was 100% pick for me. Um, it's a perfect, I like, I kind of want to replay it again. Like I played when they did the, uh, I... the, when they did the director's cup, I played it, uh, played it again. Um, I had platted it the first time, and uh, it's just such an enjoyable experience. It's You literally are just delivering packages. That's what the gameplay is. But there's just such a creepy, haunting, like, end-of-the-world vibe to it. that it's just, And it's just relaxing, too. But it's also creepy. I don't know. It's a fucking masterpiece of a game. Um, it's so lonely, too. And that's, I think, <laughs> kind of the theme of the game is, like, you're making connections, trying to, like, battle that loneliness. I think that's kind of, like, what the song kind of embodies, too. Yeah, and you don't interact with anybody in the world just through holograms from their bunkers. It's like it's super, super lonely, and it's just like a really foreboding, like heavy feel while you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Man, you guys make me want to play it. Oh. It's great, it's great, dude. I can't believe I just sold my PS5. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This song is like long and winding and devastating. It feels like you're like grieving the loss and trying to tell yourself to like keep your chin up, but like. You gotta remind yourself that yes. like no one makes it out alive, you know. That's perfect. That's Sam Bridges exactly. to a team. Exactly. It's so crazy that he hasn't played it in like Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you nailed the protagonist for just from this one song, dude. Ooh. And Norm and deal if it make it makes you want to play it even more, Norman Reedus is the main character. No yeah. way. Yeah. So well, all right, I guess I'm buying a PS five again. <laughs> Uh, Leah Sado is in it. It's like it's just it's got a great cast. Uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen is one of the main like like bad guys in it. It's 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 really good. Mm-hmm. Who's the chick that plays Mama? Oh, I, love, like, uh, I have such a big crush yeah. on her. 
I don't remember what her name she's, is, but yeah. She's from, um, we could get, this is such terrible banter, but she's in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's like the mm-hmm. dirty feet hippie chick that like is trying to get a ride from Brad Pitt. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. But, okay. Ready for my track anyway. three? <laughs> yes. Surf and spooks. Move on. Surf and spooks by the ghastly ones. Um, I found this while I was making a Halloween playlist for a party I was having last year, and it blew me away. It's just like instrument. The whole album, it's like maybe eight songs long and probably twelve minutes in duration. It's perfect Dylan music. It's instrumental, spooky surf rock, and God damn it, that's exactly my brand of music. The album artwork is god tier as well. Yeah, dude, just absolutely, I can't really, it's all blown out in my thing, but it's absolutely perfect. It's like a ghoulish man in a top hat, Um, three guys, it looks like a, like a universal era, like golden era horror movie poster. It's fucking awesome. Uh, The ghastly ones, haunting we will go, go. It's fucking, it's just a great album title. Um, Surf and Spooks is a great name for a song. Um, Again, Dill proving that surf music is Halloween music. Fuck summer vibes. This is fucking this is Halloween, baby. Um, yeah. It just, again, the album art perfectly encapsulates what you're about to hear. You see that album, you know exactly what you're going to hear. Yeah, and I think at this point, I was, like, fully immersed. I was like, all right, I'm in, like, a fucking surf shop, like, in Halloween time. Like, I can see, like, they're trying to decorate, but it's, like, still too fucking hot out. And, like, there's, like, yeah. dudes just, like, playing guitar in the sh- surf shop, just... Oh, dude, it's such a cool vibe, man. I really, really enjoyed the the picks because I've been listening to kind of the like similar music. Um, and then yeah, it caught me off guard. I thought for sure that we would all try to throw a lot of metal and stuff into this, and I tried. To, it's funny that we all strayed away from it because like yeah, we we we're gonna put metal on there, and I I actually did because I I had to, That's but fine. uh, but like oh man, it was just it was cool to kind of see like different like a little different you know spice different spice hell yeah yeah like i said i absolutely loved your vibe deal this week this week, this week hell so. yeah mm-hmm. cool song man excuse me it's been a while since i burped on the podcast so i uh, figured i figured i'd bring it back for the boys um i feel like i got one too i feel like i got one too earlier <laughs> <laughs> uh my third pick is season of the witch by uh, uh lana del rey or lana del rey however you pronounce it um but yeah sad girl icon um, just makes too much sense for this. Um, similar feel to um, the last pick that you had, Dill. Like the, your last song, it kind of gives me that so same kind of vibes. And I mean, I just like the loungy kind of smoky feel to it. And I just am in love with it. It's it is it's a fucking earworm. I I had you got to pick up every stitch in my head over and over and over in my head, even when I wasn't listening to it. It's just the way she delivers it. And then the this is the season of The Witch after it. It's just like, oh, man, so good. Um, and I'd let Lana Del Rey uh, curse me any day. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, hell. hell yeah, brother. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. <laughs> oh, Look yeah. at all this brother, brother. You know, this is, you know, this is from a movie, right? 
Yes. Okay. It's from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark by Guillermo del Toro. That's where it's from. Um, That's where it's from. I knew I'd heard it. It's it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, it was it was a big surprise for me when it came out because it kind of seemed like it was catered towards kids, and it's very um, Stranger Things like. If you haven't seen it, um, but yeah, dude, she has a great voice for- to be featured in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Women and doing like she- the subdued vocals has kind of been ruined by TikTok, but Lana Del Rey crushes it every time yeah yeah and uh, yeah like she brings that kind of that the vibe like the the vibe kept going with this playlist like she brings that california tone that kind of like chill surf shop kind of vibe and then her singing like a spooky song and like a song from like one of my another one of my favorite horror movies it really tugged at my heartstrings i was like this is freaking awesome um Season of the Witch, the Halloween three. That's like one of my favorite. I love the when the kids are putting the masks on. A lot of people don't like that movie, but it's definitely one of my favorites. Dang, it's really? Just, it, it's like yeah, like everyone was like, "Oh, Michael Myers isn't in this movie," but like I love that the masks were like destroying the kids' minds and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's awesome, and L- Lana kills it, man. She's so fantastic. Her, I've been listening to her for a long time. She's and she's amazing. Yeah good song did you see did you guys know uh see a clip she like worked at waffle house for a day no it's like pretty it's pretty interesting she like just went into a waffle house and was like i'm gonna work a shift today and people were like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) also quick aside that was by guillermo del toro Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. bringing it back to death stranding his his bringing it back to death stranding he also has a part in Death Stranding. Just his body, though. Like, he mm-hmm. had a voice actor do it, but his it's it's Guillermo del Toro in the game. So, that's you got to so play sweet. it, Dill. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to borrow your PlayStation for a few weeks. That's, that's fine. I haven't turned it on in, like, a month, so <laughs> feel, feel free. Uh, Tommy. So, my third pick, I had to go with something that, like, really kind of spooked me the first time I heard it. It's Yonkers by Tyler, the creator. Um, just, again, trying to, like, not pick metal. And then I was like, wait a minute. I remember like when I first got introduced to Tyler and like didn't know anything about him yet. I was like, this dude's twisted. Like this is some creepy ass music. And uh, he was doing stuff with like deep voice. And like you later on learn that that's like his like alter ego wolf. And like he, wolf will talk to him while he's rapping and shit like that. But this this beat is just so cold, so creepy. The music video is creepy. He's like in a black and white drop. He eats a cockroach, throws up all over the place. It's just a fucking awesome, creepy song, and I, it was. I thought it was a good like midway point, especially after low roar. <laughs> get the get the vibes going again. Yeah, dude, this, this song's unhinged, and you forget because, like, I think Flower Boy was that 2016, 2017? He really like turned right. it, and he like was like, I'm, I want to be a serious rapper. I want to make good music, and like. He like kind of turned a page, but like when he was coming out, man, he was unhinged. It felt like he was like the rapper version of like the Joker, where he just wanted to come in and like cause chaos for chaos's reasons. Like he just wanted to see the world burn. And the song, yeah, it perfectly encapsulates all of that because like everyone heard it and was like, should I be listening to this? Like this is like this is gonna get you on a watch list. Yeah. Dude, it's like it reminded me of like when Eminem would like just would like call people out. He just like calls out three like super famous artists at the time and says he wants to fucking kill them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so gnarly. Yeah, dude. Uh, like I have a love hate relationship with Tyler, the creator, but like 
I can't help but respect him. Like the shit that he just is willing to say and do is crazy. And I'll say it again for the third time. The shit is unhinged, like absolutely unhinged. <laughs> like the lyrics yeah. are, are crazy enough, but then the beat is just like absolute insane murder music. Like this is music to kill people by for and sure. The delivery yeah. really sends that home, dude. Like, yeah. The beat's one thing, but the way he says it and like the opening lines, like "I'm a fucking walking paradox." No, I'm not. You're like, yeah, dude, it's what? so creepy. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's fucking awesome. Um, I will say what you were just talking about, Tommy. Uh, the line "I'll stab Bruno Mars in his goddamn esophagus" li- makes me laugh <laughs> literally every single time I hear it because it comes out of fucking nowhere and it's just absurd. It's so it's so absurd and just like the the, the mental image of Tyler's. <laughs> just, just murdering fucking, Bruno Mars <laughs> straight in the esophagus dude it's just it's so <laughs> visceral it's like holy fuck dude I mean that's not yeah, even close to the most insane thing said in this song but it's just like that just always stuck out to me because it's such an insane line to come out of nowhere right right hell yeah alright my fourth pick Dark Entries by Bauhaus now I've been getting into 80s goth rock this past year, silently. I've been doing it by myself, because I always felt like people that listened to The Smiths and Bauhaus and The Cure, they were just like, especially like in junior high, like if someone was like, oh yeah, I listen to The Smiths, you're like, damn, that's fucking cool, but like I, I can't get there, man. It just sounds like weird music. But now that I'm older, I wanted to try it again, and I've been really getting into Bauhaus, and I'm, you know, this song is just like a brooding, moody, gothic feel that really made me want to wear like the trench coat and the fucking the plat uh, the the platform docks and just like walk around in a dark alley and be like smoking cigs, and no yeah. one's gonna be afraid of you or everyone's gonna be afraid of you. You're not afraid of what's in the alley. <laughs> yeah, <You know>? that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man, you you want a big titty goth girlfriend? Turn on Bauhaus. <laughs> that's for some, this has got a like a darkly sexual vibe to it um and i can see this like as i was listening to it over and over again i just i kind of grew up with like a lot of like alternative type of like cinema in the 90s so i'm, I'm like it, i just picture this in that type of movie during like a sex scene where just two goths are just banging the ever loving shit out of each other. Like that's kind of what I like. Just like a weirdly shot, really uncomfortable sex scene with this playing in the background. And uh, I don't know. It just, it really kind of took me to a place in time with like the weird shit that I grew up with from my older brother. Cause he was all into like the alternative stuff. And um, so stuff like gummo kids, like um, go like all those weird alternative, like, alternative culture movies that came out in the 90s this this would fit uh, just uh, perfectly in a movie like that that's so true oh my god yeah this this song really got me like wanting to like search my gothic self again like bring him back out because i was like i was a little goth kid in middle school high school like for sure (laughs) in this this tugged at my heartstrings i want to it's like you're it's like a gothic anthem amazing mm-hmm. and i feel like bauhaus is mostly forgotten like yeah the cure and the smiths are kind of the ones that people remember and bauhaus was r- just as big as the rest of them yeah i'm gonna listen to more bauhaus after this for sure like i'm definitely just gonna go down and just hit play on all their stuff hell yeah 
All right. Uh, my fourth pick here, uh, Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Um, I don't know if I've, I don't remember if I've picked this or not. Um, I hope not because if I was going to repeat something, it would be Gather Each Witch from from last year. Fox song fucking kicks ass. Um, I, I still listen to it to this day as, as, you know, once a month. Now it's spooky season. I listen to it at least once a week. I love that fucking song. Anyway, not that's not this song. Um, this track is better known for more cowbell, that sketch, classic sketch from Saturday Night Live. But Lester Colt was doing creepy shit well before all the shock rockers in the, in the 80s. This came out in, I think, 76, this album did. And they were all about the occult and, like, mysticism. And, like, that's what all their songs are about. They have the, you know, Godzilla. Everybody knows that track from Blue Oyster Cult. Um, and it's, it's not, like, a super, super creepy song. But, like, again, I was, my vibe was kind of, like, put this on at a Halloween party and nobody's going to bat an eye. So, um, and that is until you get to the absolutely hellish solo. Like, it comes out of Dude. nowhere. It's an absolute fucking ripper, and it's—I think it's one of the most memorable solos in rock history, in my opinion. Um, and like I said, it comes out of nowhere to just kind of reap your soul. It's just—it's just—it's so good, and then it blends right back into the main riff, which is a lot more upbeat. But it's like that solo is crazy. It's—it's it's legitimately the Grim Reaper's theme song. I agree with that, man. The it's a such a classic. Like you said, there's—it's it, definitely playing on every. Halloween party spooky playlist. It's just gonna come on. It's I feel like it's featured in a lot of horror movies too. I definitely have heard it in mm-hmm. several different uh horror movies, but it's such a good song. It sounds good. Um I thought it was like such a cool pick. And I, I was hoping you'd go with something like old school, a little from the from like the sixties, seventies, and it was a good pick from that era for sure. Yeah, iconic man. Like it's crazy. Three years in, we hadn't picked it, so I can yeah. always pick. Yeah. Count on Kevin to find that juicy fruit and just pluck it from the tree. <laughs> that low hanging fruit. It was um, just hanging right there in my face. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't wait any longer. He had to do it. But this will always remind me of Scrubs. I don't know if you guys remember that. Like where the oh, uh, it the, is in Scrubs. The acapella group wants to go sing to the pediatric children. They're like, "You're not going to go sing. Don't fear the reaper to pediatrics." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Okay, Tom, you're up for your fourth pick. So my fourth pick was "Fear of the Dark." by my beloved Iron Maiden. I think at this point I was like, I'm not being creative anymore. I'm going with some fucking metal. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what better fucking song than like their super creepy, like Halloween vibe song, Fear of the Dark. I mean, it's, it's so creepy. Like he's literally talking about like how he kind of feels somebody in the darkness. He's paranoid about it. It's driving him crazy. And it's just like, it. it's like a horror movie, like in a song and, it's Iron Man did that a lot. Um, I w- kind of wanted to pick something. I don't know. I don't. It's probably a pretty popular song, but um, maybe something less like less obvious. But I thought it was cool. I love I love this song a lot. See, I'd never heard this song, and I thought it was a great track, man. Okay. Um, yeah. It, it felt like maybe a B side to the Eddie Munson playlist. Right. Right. Uh, it's it has that feeling of like you're getting followed by something you can't see it. And I think he says like the constant fear that something's always near. And I mean, mm-hmm. granted, I'm watching S- Stranger Things four right now. So like the the Vecna, like especially in the beginning where he's like haunting people and like you're always seeing the clock 
ticking and you know you're yes. just like you know Vecna's around and your time's almost up it just it really played into that and I was like hell yeah Tom I feel it <laughs> hell yeah. yeah man Maiden fits on any spooky list I mean just again look at the fucking album cover it's a creepy monster coming out of a tree in the dark with that classic like 80s art style um just there's something about 80s metal that just perfectly captures like the nerdy but awesome side of horror and i just again the 80s were just so good for this shit man it's just like they were good for like the neon but they're also great for horror like it's just the best horror movies i think came out in the 80s the best like horror rock came out in the 80s just fucking awesome and like the fucking riffage in this song um you like coming after especially like that that musical theater type intro where he's just kind of like doing like a speaky like singy kind of voice and then it gets straight into the riffage um fucking awesome it's classic iron maiden um but speaking of musical theater i think bruce dickinson would have been an incredible phantom if he was given oh like because i almost i I really wanted to put a song from phantom on this 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 year um that's what i was going to go with was kind of like creepy musical theater was going to be my theme but i just i just didn't know if you guys would would pick up what i was putting down with that theme so but i I we might have to do we might have to do like a part two like creepy (laughs) musical i'm in i'm down for that yeah yeah because like I listened to the entire soundtrack of Phantom. I was like, which one am I going to put on? Is it night music? Which one is it going to be? I was like, you know what? I'm just going to scrap that idea because I don't know if I have the the chutzpah to do it all the way through. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's silky smooth vibrato. Anyway, um, fucking chugs in the chorus. Um, bass going fucking crazy during the solo. Just, oh, man, Maiden forever, dude. Love Iron Maiden. They're great. They're so good. <laughs> Tom, we've been talking about doing an ultimate mixtape um, for bands. And when we when we have you on, we want to do Iron Maiden. Basically, like you make, oh a, my you make a mixtape of all the eras of Iron Maiden and kind of just guide us through the years of Iron Maiden. That's That would be the idea. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. My last track is Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. And can anyone tell me what movie this is from? Kevin, Thomas, I don't think so. I don't. No, I can't tell you. I can't tell you. Okay, I only know because I've just watched all of them. Um, I picked it because it's from my favorite movie series, Scream. Um, it's been featured oh, okay. in all the Scream movies, even the most recent uh, Scream Six. It usually plays at the very end, like once they have the final showdown and like the the final girls like walking off, and it kind of like takes the the camera and does like the big zoom out and you see the whole city and you see him like walking down the street it it just like oh i love those movies so much even the most recent one i really really liked it um we watched all six and like three shifts at the firehouse and it was it was great and i love all those movies but i love that they keep this song in every movie like that's like how they end the movie um and it it makes you feel like the high it, scream is basically like high stakes Scooby Doo, right? Like it's just like yeah, who's, yeah. who done it? Who's behind the mask? We got to figure out who did it. The cops aren't going to help us. Um, but you know, I love Scream, and so this was my homage to my favorite uh, horror franchise. Damn, that's awesome. That's a that's I gotta rewatch those movies now because like I know what, exactly what you're talking about. I just and I might have even like 
kind of picked that up. I was listening like I've heard this somewhere, and it's just like all kind of clicked. But super cool song, man. Uh, way to end, kind of put like a stamp on the on your little vibe you had going. It was like a really really cool pick. Thank you. Yeah, and, and classic Dill style. He builds his his five songs like I do, kind of like a mini album where it's like I got my big stamp to end it with. Um, but yeah, man, uh, absolutely love. Like I wasn't familiar with that. It was from Scream, so I don't have that connection to it. So like I love like the smoky lounge feel, like almost like a even dingier version of that. It's like paints peeling off the walls. Um, you can't see shit. It's really you feel like you shouldn't be there. Um, and that's enhanced by like the spoken word delivery and like the big drums during the the refrain here. Um, it almost gave me like like a serial killer prepping his tools. Like you're laying on a table and you're watching this guy like slowly like just clean his tools and like just without without like I don't know. I leaned back from the mic, so I'm sorry if that, that no. audio sucks. But... <laughs> no, it was it was perfect. Thanks, Tommy. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I like, I love hidden in his coat is a red right hand. Like that's fucking awesome, dude. Like, it's just like, again, perfect for like the end of scream. Cause it's like, you know, he's got, you know, the red hand caught red handed, whatever, but filled with blood, whatever kind of uh, symbolism uh, you want to, you want to give that it's, uh, it's perfect. So. Hell yeah. It's also the intro for Peaky Blinders. Oh, again, another show oh, I haven't watched that I need to. Peaky fucking blinders. Peaky fucking blinders. Um, my last pick, Burn the Witch by Queens of the Stone Age. Um, Queens of the Stone Age is one of my favorite bands that I never talk about. Uh, it's Again, it's, it's they're kind of like Lamb of God for me, where it's like they're just so good for me, I just kind of forget to talk about them or even to listen to them sometimes because it's just like I know Queens of the Stone Age are really good. So... Um, but this is also a song I feel like a lot of people know, but nobody knows who does it. You know what I mean? I think this is a pretty familiar song in the pop culture lexicon. Um, and just the meter of the song, the na 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 It's like, like that's like, it's classic. And uh, the, the Queens of the Stone Age have always just kind of had this really, really special place, this very niche place that only they occupy where it's like this psychedelic hard rock sound that nobody could really imitate. And I think it's partly due because like they have a constantly rotating cast of musicians like Dave Grohl played with them for a while. They've got a, had a ton of different people play in this band. Um, the one constant is the lead singer and um, whatever it is, you can always count on Queens of the Stone Age to like deliver the spookies. Like they're oh, it's always like, it's not really spooky. It's just like psychedelic unease and like, but it still sounds really fucking cool. And I, I fucking love Queens of the Stone Age. I can't believe I haven't talked about them more on this show. So Dang. Who's going first? Who, Whoever wants to go. I'll go first. <laughs> okay. So I looked into this track, and it's got ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons playing lead guitar and doing backup vocals. Who's yeah. the lead singer of ZZ Top? So crazy. And you can totally hear the influence on the guitar once you hear that. Um but I just love his guitar work on this, and I love the sound of the track. It's very similar to the spooky rockabilly I had going on, but it's a little yeah. more folky. But I still think, mm-hmm. like, in a playlist, it, it fits perfectly. Yeah, man. The, the You guys both took me on a trip with your picks. Like, Dylan took me through, like, this surf town in October, and then Kevin took me to, like, seven different Halloween parties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like... 
it was so fucking cool. I think that this was a definitely like a really cool way to end like the your last fifth pick. And I don't know, man. It was just it was good. This is such a classic song. I'm I love them a lot too, and I can't believe we haven't talked about them either. Like we got to talk about this band more. They have good music. Let's just change the name of the podcast to the Queen of the Stone Age podcast. Hey. <laughs> hey. Queens of the po- Queens, Queens of the podcast, Queens of the Stone Age podcast. <laughs> Easy, done. I'm down. All right, Fuck it. all right. We'll rebrand next week. Tom, what you got for your last track? So my last track, I thought would be like a good finale, since I was like the last person to get his picks in. But uh, I picked "Cry Little Sister." It's the theme from the Lost Boys, which is like such a good freaking haunted or Halloween movie. Um, it's by Gerald McMahon and I don't know. It's just, this song is such a vibe. I know I made a joke about it, but it's, I don't even know how to else explain it. It makes me feel so happy, but so haunted at the same time. And just the the little, like those little like Mm -hmm. electric little like sound bits throughout the song. It's just so fucking fantastic. I listened to this song like probably a hundred times. I was like, dude, I'm going to put Cry Little Sister. And I almost picked the Marilyn Manson cover, but I was like, nah, I'm just going to go with the, the first the first version of it. But yeah, right. So Marilyn right. Manson was like an honorable, honorable mention for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. What a great last track. Like the titular song from Lost Boys is just a great way to finish us off, dude. It makes me want to like hang out at a comic book store, then join a bicycle gang. Then try to stop myself from becoming full vampire before I kill someone and go kill the le- the head vampire. Like, dude, th- this mo- this movie is so great, and so is the song. I love it so much. Made me want to rewatch lot, rewatch, rewatch Lost Boys. That was hard to say. Hell um, yeah! But I don't know where to find it. I I'm on a quest now. Uh, yeah, dude. What better pick than like the original Hot Boy Vampire film? Like fuck, fuck Twilight. It was it was the lo- it was always the Lost Boys. Always the Lost Boys. I didn't see anybody Corey from. Feldman. I didn't see anybody riding riding motorcycles in the Twilight movies. You goddamn right, dude. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, again, the the '80s kicked ass, dude. Like this this is just dripping with '80s sleaze. Like I can smell the hair grease listening to this. It's like it's just quintessential '80s. Nothing sounds like the '80s. Nothing ever will. You could try, but you you can. You can imitate, but you can never duplicate you know, the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, just as a closing note, like this is the first organ we got. We had we took us 15 tracks to get organ on a track. Like shame on us. <laughs> shame on us. Thank you, Tommy, for getting us an organ, even though it's like a you know a Casio organ. It doesn't matter. It's, it's even it's, better it's, if it's a Casio organ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially for the uh, the decade that we're talking about here. Um, you know, Casio or a Moog or whatever the hell it was on. It's fuck. It doesn't matter. It was on a keyboard, and that's as quintessentially '80s as you could possibly get. Dang, dude! I think I made Papa Kev happy in all five picks. Yeah, you did. You did, dude. <laughs> maybe not Yonkers. Maybe not Yonkers. No, I like Yonkers. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> okay, okay. This is probably our most fully realized spooky playlist, and I'm very proud of it. Um, we're getting good at this. We're getting pretty good. <laughs> Watch out for spooky playlist four. Look, no death metal, no no black metal. There's really, honestly, like, if you want to, like, Maiden's more like power metal than anything else, which is the nerdiest of all metals. So, like, we did, I think we yeah. did a pretty good job avoiding metal this year. So, yeah. you got yourself I on the back, so. boys. We, yeah, and we didn't talk about it. It's not, it's not like we were, like, 
hey, no metal this year. We just all kind of went for something different. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we all just independently all like, decided. Because I wanted to throw like Slipknot on here so bad. I wanted to put Guar mm-hmm. on here so bad. It was so hard not to just be like, yeah, dude, this song's fucking dope because they're chopping people's heads off during it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like, oh. Dill and I were fresh off a of Guar show. So I was like, oh, God, we got to put Guar on here. But it just felt too easy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah too easy. Um. Okay, so if you want to listen to Spooky Playlist 3, we're going to have the link in the show notes. We're also going to have the complete Spooky Playlist from all three years of the spookiness. Um, so that's exciting. It's going to be on Spotify and Apple Music for both of those. Um, so yeah, check them out. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what we missed, and uh, we'll add it to our playlist for next year. You guys ready to get into Songs of the Show? Yes, sir. Okay. Kevin, you gave us your Song of the Show first, so you get to go first. Uh, yeah, I picked Moonlight by Seven Lions and Kill the Noise. Um, if I hadn't already built my playlist when I heard this song, this would have been on the playlist. This is an absolute fucking rager, but it's cre- it's like perfect spooky song. Um, I Ben's been trying. Seven Lions is one of the EDM groups that Ben's been trying to get me to listen to for years. So you're welcome, Ben. Here's a Seven Lions track on the show for you. Um, and I, I just fucking love this track. It's huge. It's like bombastically huge. And uh, it feels like a Dracula's Castle type song. You know what I mean? And uh, I just I had, to, I had to put it on the playlist. There was other stuff I wanted to put on there. Um, like I've been watching What We Do in the Shadows. So I wanted to put the theme song for that on there, which is a great fucking song. Um, but yeah, this one came on. I was like, yeah, it has to be this. Yeah, I love when we build playlists. Usually your song of the show is just a song you wish you would have picked. That's like my yeah. favorite thing you do. It's always like a... Like a like a honorable mention. Honorable. Yeah, a little, yeah. A little sneaky six pick for me every week. Yeah. We should just do six picks next time. <laughs> yeah. We those are like just rules we set for ourselves. So really we could do whatever we want. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um my song of the show was Miss When You Miss Me by Knox featuring Nightly. It's a little uh night jam from my boy Knox. Um he opened for Bill Murray not that long ago he's from northern dayton and now he's making it big he's in nashville he's doing a bunch of um, big tours i think he's torn with nightly right now and it's just kind of cool to see a young guy from north dayton just get signed to atlantic records and just like do big things and this song is is a really cool song yeah man i loved it it it's almost felt like you got so mad that i got lovey-dovey last week that you picked a really <laughs> like a breakup song for this week yeah <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, it's really fucking good. And you can definitely hear um, like the progressive emo that kind of like uh, Bill Murray does and does really well in this track as well. So I really am digging this deal. You've kind of turned me onto this kind of uh, Stockholm syndrome me to liking this genre of music. Um, and I, I that's, that's unfair too, because I do just like it on my own, but um, yeah, man, great fucking track. I agree. <laughs> um <laughs> i'm like trying to like i was like oh shit i don't have my stuff in we didn't put this like in the spotify thing so i was like trying to keep track but uh yeah man kind of like echo what kevin said it's just cool track man uh i don't it was awesome awesome he's, of the show. he's from arcan awesome he's from arcanum ohio which is just the middle of nowhere and now he's in nashville doing big things that's crazy that's crazy that's crazy yeah. That's awesome. cool. That makes it even cooler. Yeah. So my song of the show was one. What is it? 
one more time. Tell me what it is, boys. One more time. It was hard for me to pick a song. So one more time by Blink-182. They just released a new album. It was hard for me to pick a song because the whole album is amazing. It's like Blink-182 is back. But I kind of thought that this song was good because it's like we're kind of getting the boys back together. And in that song, they're getting the boys back together and they're kind of making it a point. And it's a point that I need to, you know, kind of listen to is like, it doesn't take like, you know, doing a podcast or somebody dying to get together. We just got to get together. And I just love you guys. I love you. It's like a bro anthem. And I had to throw it in there for song of the show. <laughs> yeah. it, Dude, when I hear this song, it makes me cry every single time. It's just like, to hear my gut wrenching my original favorite band like get to get back together and they're like damn why are we only like the only the, the two times they've got they've broken up and seriously broken up and gotten back together travis got in the plane crash and then tom obvi- or mark obviously had leukemia right. and they didn't think he was going to make it through and it was just like damn you're you're right like why does it have to take something so dramatic why why were we being so petulant? These guys are in their 50s now. They're making decent punk rock music in their 50s, and it didn't have to be like this. I'm glad they're back together, and the song just, like, it hits home. And it, hit, it hits home in every aspect. Like, you, why am I holding on to these things that I have been angry about for so long, and I should just let them go? Yeah. Well, they had, you know, years ago, I said, well, they said, well, I guess this is growing up. This is actually growing up, right? Um realizing that you don't need to be like you 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 know who your friends are you gotta you gotta spend the time with them and it was just a cool it's cool to see the the guys growing up you know so um and i missed you guys i miss tommy and i miss yeah, you i miss you guys too so hearing, <laughs> hearing your voice again for the uh the three-year um podcast made me super happy so nice hell yeah yeah <laughs> Well, there you go, guys. Uh, check us out on... Now S- we're going to fucking cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to check out our Instagram, at off the bean clef, Twitter's at off cliff, Insta- Insta- well, I already said that. Shit. It's been a long time since I messed this up. I think I'm just really misty eyed. <laughs> I know we're fucked. Uh, <laughs> our email is off the bean clef at gmail.com. Our Discord, I've got a link to that as well. So if you want to join that, join in on the fun. That's where we got a lot of our audience submissions, but we also love emails. Um, Tommy, we love you, man. Thank you yes. so much for coming on. Yeah, love you. Buddy. Hey, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, it, do you guys follow Aaron on Instagram? Do you know what's going on? No. We're having a boy. No, oh, hell yeah, dude! Jeez. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, another bro for the for the pod, bro. There we it. go. <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. <laughs> yeah, dude. Awesome. Wanted to throw that in there. A little closing note. I love it. Yeah, that's great, dude. I'm so happy for you, dude. Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I love you all. Thanks for having me on the show again. I hope I uh, you know, said some cool stuff about some songs. I never yes. know what to say. <laughs> no, we I'm always like, I love I-, I like the song. <laughs> it sounds good. That's why I like it. No, we we laugh so much with you on, man. It's an- it's insane. We just have I- it's so much fun having you on. I hope I said uh, some cool stuff is maybe <laughs> my favorite thing I've heard somebody say today. Fucking uh, awesome, man. But all right, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye.